Hey everyone, Mark Sandino here, the host of Chapter 20's The Podcast. Before we start, I would just like to thank all of you for continuously supporting the show. I also want to take the opportunity to give credits to Podcorn for sponsoring and making this podcast possible. Podcorn is the easiest way to find partners when growing your podcast. Their website interface and tools are very easy to understand and navigate. They're basically your one-stop shop for amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities. By the way, there is no middleman. So however big or small your podcast is, you have a chance to collaborate with brands directly and set your own rates. And the best part is, you don't have to give up any rights to your podcast. And you know what? The value they provide when it comes to transparency, creative freedom, and control on how and when I want to monetize my show is really remarkable. So for those aspiring podcasters out there, I urge you to check out Podcorn by clicking the link on my show notes or visit www.podcorn and start browsing for sponsorship opportunities. Again, thank you and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're looking for answers and references with regard to your daily experiences as you take your trip and journey to the great life of 20s, you came to the right place. In every book, there's a chapter, there's a story, and a character. Characters who are willing to share their experiences in their life as 20s. Stories wherein you can relate, understand, and grasp the ideals and wonders of this generation. And finally, a chapter where everyone can write their own unique story. My name is Marks Medina, and welcome to Chapter 20s. Good day, everyone. It is the 12th of February, and welcome to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button so you'll get notified when a new episode is released. Alright, today we are going to talk about one of the simplest yet very sophisticated thing to do in your 20s, and that is letting go and moving on. In a logical sense, it is simple because doing this is not rocket science wherein you'll need to have good knowledge and expertise on how to do it. It is simple because it is only a two-step process. Step 1 is to let go, and step 2 is to move on. How hard can that be, right? But the truth is, it is much complicated than that. And what makes it complex is when our emotions are mixed in the process. Letting go and moving on would not be as easy because we tend to become very sentimental. And the more we invest and attach ourselves into it, the more it becomes harder to complete the process. You will always find yourself in that crossroad where you need to choose if you're going to let it go or keep hanging onto it. And most of the time, we choose the latter even if we already know that it's unhealthy and we know that it is hindering us from learning and growing. So today we are going to discuss ways on how to teach and train ourselves to let go and move on when we need to. But before that, we need to find out first why is it so hard for us to let go. Like what I said earlier, it is our emotions that's giving us a hard time deciding. And no one can blame us for that. 
Why? Because we live in a society where everyone is obsessed with control. We adopted that mindset that everything around us should revolve the way we want it to. Our brains were trained that if we are in control, we get the results we want and we can manipulate everything to our advantage. We tend to long for that satisfaction that we get when a situation or outcome favors us. That is why we are afraid to let go. Because we think once we let go of a person, outcome, or belief, we will lose our control over them. Another thing that hinders us from letting go and moving on is attachment. Oftentimes, we invest too much and when we are deeply invested into something, we become more vulnerable to close-mindedness and pain. When we become so attached, we tend to be close-minded in the sense that we shut our eyes whenever our investments does something bad. And the more you are willing to lie to yourself about it, the more pain it will bring you. In this context, I'll say that control and attachment are the root of all our sufferings. These two things are hindering us from letting go and moving on. Usually, our eagerness to be in control and our over-attachment to things results to our resistance to life. And this resistance can easily be converted to pain. And while being obsessed with controlling things and being overly attached are already deeply embedded in our foundations, we still have a chance to fix this and spare ourselves from the pain and suffering that it will bring us. All we need to do is to slowly teach our brains and train ourselves to do these three things. First, is not to be afraid of detachments. Second, we need to address our unhealthy controlling habits. And lastly, we should learn to embrace change. If we successfully teach ourselves to do these, it will be easier for us to let go and move on in life. So let's dig a little bit deeper into these three things. So first, how do we deal with our fear of detachment? For us to be able to get over this fear, we need to turn its negative-sounding aspect to something positive. So instead of seeing detachment as something that will separate us from the things that gives us pleasure in life, we should treat it as an art of enjoying something while always being open to the possibility of losing it someday. If we learn to detach, we become more flexible. And when you are flexible, you allow good things to enter to your life with ease. You get to see and explore more options. If we put it in this manner, we wouldn't be afraid of losing it. Instead, it will make us appreciate it even more. And since we know and we are open that there's a possibility that we need to part with it or lose it someday, we will give it more importance and we will cherish it even more. And this goes for everything. This goes for all the people, things, outlook, and beliefs that you have in your life. If we master the art of detachment, letting go and moving on will be a lot less complicated than it used to be. The second thing we need to do is to remove our unhealthy controlling habits. Doing this is like removing the pressure and expectations you are putting on yourself and on other people. Let me tell you this. The pleasure we are getting from successfully over-controlling people, things, situations, and outcomes is addicting. It gives us a feeling of power and dominance. 
But we need to understand that this pleasure is temporary. And like an addicting drug, we get upset, mad, and unreasonable when we don't get it. So when people try to overly control things and it doesn't go their way, they suddenly feel unsecured and they feel the urge to assert dominance to regain control of things again. But we all know that it won't end well and someone is going to get hurt or something is going to be compromised. If we train ourselves to be more open and get rid of the control freak inside of us, we will be able to let go and move on easily. We always think that if we lose control of something, it is unlikely that we will get it. But this is not necessarily true. Most of the time, we find what we are looking for when we are not obsessed of controlling the situation and finding it. That is why people often say that you'll find love in the most unexpected time and place. You get the best ideas for your business in the most unexpected way. And this is just how life is. This is life's way of telling us to let go, that you don't always have to be in control. Remember, excessive controlling might bring you temporary pleasure if you're successful at it, but it won't bring you true happiness. The last thing we should learn to do is to embrace change. As short and easy as it sounds compared to the first two, this is the hardest thing to do. When life is requiring us to change, that means we need to go out of our comfort zones. And it is natural for human beings to hate change because it feels uncomfortable. But we need to realize that if we welcome change with open arms, it is very likely for us to let go of things easily because we know that the only constant thing in life is change. So if it is time for us to let go of something, we will have to do it one way or the other. Again, resisting change is like resisting life. And when we resist life, it is inevitable for us to experience pain. What we should do is to train ourselves to get used to change little by little. Start by changing some daily routine like by not eating the same food or for breakfast or changing your workout routine. This is little steps that will help you teach your brain that change is normal. Once you master this, letting go and moving on will be an easy two-step process for you. Remember, resisting change, overly controlling things, and obsessing on your life attachments will only bring you pain and frustration. What we should do instead is to teach ourselves to be flexible and bend over wherever the wind of life takes us. If you were able to relate to some of the items I just discussed, that means what you are experiencing is normal. If you know a friend or a family member who's also in their 20s and need guidance, please share this podcast with them. I promise to give you real-life experiences, challenges, and how our Code20 survived and resolved them. That being said, please do not forget to rate and give this podcast a review. Also. Don't forget to follow our Instagram account so you're updated when we release a new episode. The IG handle is chapter20s.podcast. You can also join our Facebook group which is under chapter20s as well. We'd love to hear from you so feel free to send us feedback, questions, and suggestions. Lastly, 
please check out my band's first single on Spotify entitled Our Love by Almost Millennials. Again, thank you and see you on the next podcast episode.